All right, today we're gonna to be talking about how to hire the right employees. We're gonna talk about it today on the Hero Nation Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hero Nation Show, the place where business owners and entrepreneurs, just like he and I, um, come to learn tools and tactics to live more epic lives. I'm your host, John Reinhardt, and beside me is my co-founder in crime, Wayne Salmons. What's up, what's up? Now, today we're gonna to be talking and tackling a really fun subject, which is how to hire people, yes. how to hire the right people. What is the process for hiring people? Maybe you're just starting off and you are hiring your first person. Maybe you're hiding your, hiring your 10th person and you're like, dude, I'm doing something wrong <laughs> yeah. because apparently I'm running through people like they're indisposable. Yes, like, maybe you know, you're on your 10th person in eight months and we need to talk. And a lot of lost clients. So let's talk about how we, um, how we hire. Um, so what, what, what would be your first step? So first off, there are a bunch of steps. Like you gotta get clear on like this process because when do we when do we usually hire, right? We usually hire because like I'm freaking out, I need help. So we go out there and we go like I just need somebody. So we go grab somebody. Right? We do this terrible stuff. So the first right. thing you've got to do, I think, is and we, we talked about this earlier. The first thing you've got to do is determine are you ready to hire? Okay. So and what that means is like I we're gonna get super tactical. I want your EIN number. Yeah. Right? Do you know how you're gonna pay them? How are you? Yeah, but, but let's, let's get ready. Like, yeah. are you? But like, you know, do you have your EIN number ready? If if you're in the United States, right? You need to have that number. So is your stuff set up so that you can actually right. employ somebody? Um, do you have your account set up? So if you're actually hiring somebody, you have your taxes and everything else put in place so that you can withhold tax, all that kind of stuff. That stuff has to be in place. If you think that you're going to get away with that by not doing that, guess what? There's all kinds of problems that are about to happen. Yeah. So. There's that. So I think the other thing too, and this is what we don't talk about very often. Most, you, if you're gonna hire somebody, the first thing you gotta do before you hire that person is make sure that you have the time to to actually bring that person. I think we miss this one. So if I'm gonna hire somebody, what I what I've done in the past, at least is I bring somebody on. I'm already freaking out. I don't train that person. I don't spend time with them. I don't, Just get so, it done. So so if you're gonna hire somebody, yeah. right? Do you have the time to hire them and actually bring them up? So you gotta make sure that you you've allocated some of those resources and realize that, that when you make a hire, you're gonna step back a little bit. You yep. might have to turn down a little bit of business or work some evenings, down. whatever. You're going to have to step back a little bit to get that person so then you can leech forward. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, the thing that you want to do whenever you're training somebody is I want you to document. I want you to document, 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 and document. Yeah. And if, because here's the deal. If you have to hire an, that another person to do that job, do you want to slow down again yeah. and do this? So, or do you want to have a document in place that you made because you took time the first time. Okay, so can I give you the document hack? Because when you say document, my brain starts shutting down and I'm like, oh, like write stuff. Like I, I think like I'm carving out with chisel. So when I think document, I think like, like I can document with this. I can go like, as I'm teaching you something, I can literally set my phone up and go, all right, and talk to you. Yes. That could be part of the documenting process. So when you think documenting, it doesn't necessarily mean I have to type out every word. Document could be using Loom um, on, on your computer and recording yeah. it as you're teaching someone. So so I, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying yeah. about document, but document doesn't necessarily mean I've have to like chisel every word out. There's a lot of different ways to document, but you're but so I do, right. But I do want it to be in print eventually. So I Absolutely. want you to do something yeah. like, rev.com to yes. translate whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, send it to, you know, your assistant yes. uh, that you're just hired. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. To document yeah. this stuff out because this stuff is really important because if you don't, you will be stuck training someone again and again and again on the so same stuff. So what you're saying stuff. is, and write this down, stop treating hiring like it's a one-time thing. 
It's not. It, it's not. If, if it, there's no business I've ever encountered that made one hire and they were done. But most entrepreneurs, that's how they treat it. They go, I'm going to find that one perfect person that's going to be with me forever. If that happens, that's a miracle. It's a unicorn. Usually what happens is you find that great person. And then a year later, there somebody gets transferred or life right. changes or whatever happens. Stop treating hiring like it's a one-time thing. The ads you write for, for the brain's first in, save those, right? The, the, exactly. All of this stuff, don't treat it like it's a one-time thing. So the other thing that I want you to do is, okay, we're, we're kind of getting into this. But there's there's several different philosophies on how to hire, right? And some people say like do like this crazy brain dump where you write down everything that you do, and then you like pick up like uh, like all the different things that you don't want to do, and be like, okay, I'm gonna hire one person to do all that. That's insane and stupid, and it's 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 not an effective use of your time because you're oftentimes you're trying to find some type of weird amalgamation. I want you to find the one thing that you can actually teach someone right? That you can teach someone, that you can actually show someone how to do easily, effectively, and it will save you time. Because then if you teach them that one thing, then you're good. But it's horrible as an, from an employee standpoint, I'm like, back when you were getting employed, if someone was like, okay, here's a list of all the things I want you to go do. And they taught you like one of them and told you to go figure out the rest. Or they dumped so many different things that were yeah. so many different skill zones. You're like, I, I, yeah. you're not being set up for success. Yeah. I want you to pick one thing and that's what you're going to hire for, yeah. right? Whatever that is, one task, one thing, um, and be very, yeah. And I think like be super clear on what you actually want to hire someone to do, mm -hmm. give them tasks, them give them goals and yeah. set it out. Yeah. So let me give you an example of what that doesn't look like. You know what? I want you to go, I need someone to, uh, to make a logo for me. Yeah. And then I, you know, I need them or to do some do graphic my design. Media. Yeah. Do my social media. I need them to do graphic design. In fact, I need you to actually make a website and I need there actually to be blog post every week on, on, on top of that. And, and on top of that, can you, um, I also need you to be on the forums and to go through and, and do all the stuff on, on the forums for me. And, uh, can you also, uh, you know, make sure there's a LinkedIn account. Uh, so, so here, here's the reality you've got, I think that's step one is you got to get clear on what tasks you want that person to take on, what that and, and what that looks like. So, the the, the first thing, mistake I think we make is we we try to to like you said it's way too broad, it's way too big. So here's the handful of things, and then as you, we're gonna go through the rest of the hiring process, but you got to ask yourself what would they need to be doing within the first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days for this to be a win. Yeah. A, a financial win and 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 also what would i need to be able to put a check mark next to like not like it got better like hey we were able to deliver on this or hey i was able to get this yeah. many hours back like you got to have some clarity there on this and, and i think the other thing to realize as, as you're going on this journey is um you're not going to be awesome at this in the beginning nobody no. is there's no such thing as a natural born right hire right nobody's just awesome at the beginning you're gonna you're gonna get some scrapes and bruises this list is gonna help you but you've got to go through the process so if the first one or two people don't work out you have to realize that's just part of the process of, of, of growing business okay so where would you look so, so places I would look. So this is the other thing to create a process around. Hey, when I need someone, here's the places I look. So I, a lot of times when I'm talking to someone, there's three places for them to look. The first place for them to look is within. You, most of your great employees oftentimes come from people that are already working for you, right? right. So that's the first place. But if you, you don't have anyone. If, but if you don't have anyone, the second thing is, second place that I would look is your sphere of influence. Who else is doing business similar to you that you can reach out to, right? Well, I mean, I don't care if it's the exact same business, but you know, I might have a friend that's running a big insurance company and they may be getting great leads that would be a good fit for whatever I need. So who is that 20, 25 people that when I need someone, I can reach out to that 25 kind of inner circle colleagues, mm -hmm. whatever it is to look. 
And then the third thing is you got to go to the market. And the market is usually using Indeed, uh, using uh, WiseHire, ZipRecruiter, um, several of those. Yeah. Um, get get it out there. And then you got to make sure. Next thing is is what's the process you're going to take them through. And so I'll also say that sometimes people try to go find people like this. Say you're trying to go find that specific person, and you're trying to look over like LinkedIn and all this kind of stuff, and you're and you're trying to hire different people and all this kind of thing. I I don't want you to send out one invite. I want you to blanket invite. I want you to ask a yeah. bunch of people. Don't ask one. I want you to ask a bunch. Here's the reason. Some people aren't going to answer because if they're already in a, in a, in a job that, you, you know, that right. is very similar to what you got, it may be like, you know what, if I even answer that, I could possibly get fired. Right. Okay. So some people aren't going to take it. Number two, um, some people are going to be sit there and, and you, you, sometimes we try to find like, it's too specific. Right. And, well, and that's you why wanna, you got to play find copy a little bit, right? Because right. you go, if it's too specific, you turn people away. And, and writing your, your job descriptions, like that's an art form to it. Like you got to practice yeah. this. And that's why I say don't do it just one time. You got to get good at this and come up with what is, I, what yeah. is that. And so it's interesting. When I'm hiring an admin, I probably won't even like that person the first time I meet them because they're different than me. The different person. Like I don't see very many admin people in the world because I, I, I just, they don't. I don't, we don't hang out that much, right? Because they're a very different personality type. So like you said, you've got to adjust that copy. You've got to adjust how you're seeing it out and think like, how would they think? Not necessarily how would I think. And don't overwhelm your copy just as, an, as a yeah. note. Don't put like that, that huge list that I was giving earlier. That's going to overwhelm anybody and it's yeah. going to turn everybody off, right? You are making an ad. You are making something to intrigue people to contact you. Yeah. Now, don't make it too general, but I don't want you to put this like monster long list that like has like 30 different skill sets. No. Again, if you're being super tactical about this, I want you to find the thing that you're looking for, yeah. the part that you that you need, go find that yeah. one thing, put that on the list, make it simple, make it appealing, yeah. make it because if it looks too hard from the outset, no one's going to contact yeah. you. All right, two more things there. The, the, the fourth thing I, th I thought of was too for your copy like that's why we have coaching clients so that we can copy and paste from each other so you don't have to start from scratch and all this stuff right like lean into the tribe lean into, into the clients we already have and go hey what copy are you using to, to attract people right go up there the the fourth place that that we didn't mention was if you don't have people reaching out to you you're probably doing a poor job of your social media Right. Yeah. So, so if you don't have people reaching out to you every once in a while going, Hey, if you ever think about hiring somebody, would you, would you, yeah, if, hire if, me. If, if you don't have some of that going on, you're, you're probably dropping them. All right, we got to keep going. What's, what's the next step? Um, so let's, let's talk about, it. so they, um, they call you. Okay. Worst, they text yes, you. Yeah. Worst they, they thing get a hold ever. Of you. Yeah. The worst thing ever is you do what you talk about on LinkedIn, you get a hundred resumes and then you go, awesome. I'm going to schedule a hundred hour long interviews. Uh, five minutes, five minutes. That's, That's where it starts. It's a five minute phone call. Can you tell a lot about somebody on a five minute phone call? Yes. Tone of voice, how, what, what they're talking about. Um, yep. um, but I, I, I want you to think about like tactical questions that you're going to ask someone on the first five minute. Yeah. Big companies. I don't know when the last time the, anyone, ha, anyone has interviewed for a big company, but I remember uh, I was being courted by Apple for a while. When was the last time you made a resume? Uh, it's, it's been a, it's, it's been, been a little, it's been a little, been a little bit. Time, yeah. it, it's, but, uh, but oh, no, it hasn't been that long ago. I remember like three years ago. Do you remember? Um, Apple was coming, uh -huh. uh, was, uh, uh, came calling and they were trying to hire me for their media stuff. Right. And like, there were, and I, and I kind of played along and went through like their hiring process. Yes. Um, and like one of the first things I noticed was the, the first call that they gave me was like less than two minutes. Yes. It was a, it was super so general. So that's the like, key. So you get all these resumes. Done. First thing you do, stop, don't book, book out, don't book out all these appointments. 
do a three five minute phone call and that call sounds like this right hey john this is wayne i got i got your resume um this job is really specific so i just want to have a couple minute phone call and ask you a couple questions and then based on 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 what I, on that phone call i'll let you know if we want to set up an actual interview for you to come in does that sound great because it's just a really specific role does that sound yeah. all right yeah. perfect all right and then i would ask him you know what do you what kind of job are you looking for it the questions almost don't even matter because i'm not really listening to the answer to those questions i'm listening do i like this person do they have energy do yeah. they sound like they know what they're talking are they excited? about are they excited do i think they could be a good fit so what are you looking to do uh what kind of jobs do you love like i'm gonna ask him two or three questions if i love that person on the phone then i probably right then go you know what actually let's just set a time to do an interview Right, perfect. If I if I don't like them that much, I'm probably gonna go. All right, let me review on um, this conversation. I have some other people I'm gonna call, and I'll let you know within the next week if we want to set up another interview. Yeah, you just or, saved or, yourself or, a or, zillion. Or another hours. way of saying that, like, um, uh, if you hear something back from us at the, uh, by the end of the week, uh, you perfect. know what we'll be doing yeah. before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's all you need to know. I'll tell you what. That one little hack will save you so much time in your hiring oh. process. Okay. Next step. Next step is is usually I'm going to when I get off that phone call with them I'm going to give them an action to take so I'm going to have them do a disc test or an AVA or so I'm going to probably have them do some sort of personality profile test to get an idea of two things right one will they go do something I ask them to do right yep. and then two can I get a baseline of their personality profile behavior right I'm not looking to know their soul at that moment I'm just looking will they go take an action and is, are they somewhere yeah. within the range of, of what I'm hiring. And I, w I would say this: Don't get too stuck on, on like no. looking for the perfect disc no. test or um, AVA. Don't don't get stuck on that right now. Um, it's a help. It's not. It's not everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so next, we're going to talk about a. You're going to do an in-person interview. Now, what does that what does that look like? Here, here's what it usually looks like. Hey, this is what not to do. What it usually looks like is I bring someone in, I ask them a couple hard questions, and then I start selling the job which is horrendous. Don't do this. This is what so many, especially first time hires, this is what they do, right? People that are hiring. It's an amazing place right? to work. Oh my we gosh, so you would fun. love it here. It's amazing, yeah. right? They start selling the job. Are you like, and I, I did that for a long time. I didn't realize what I was doing. So the first interview isn't about the job. The first interview, you're looking for four things. And we've got a list with all these questions and everything. So if you want to get these list of questions, we'll give a link or reach out to us and get the questions we ask. We're looking for four things, basically. We're looking for behavioral match. Are, do I think if this person is a real world driven person, they're probably not going to be great at taking care of admin tasks, right? right. It, it, you know, if they're a real high DS kind of, I kind of person, right? So we're looking for, are they kind of a behavioral match? How do they think? Do they think like someone I want to hire? What's their life story? And, and, and do they have motivation, right? So there's, there's three or four things I'm looking for in that interview. And it's not about me. It's about, I want to get to know that person. We're not even hardly talking about the job at all. So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna tell you, like when we're looking up questions, there is one question that I really want you to ask, which is out of this job description that I have, what are some things that you uh, don't want to do? Yeah. This is really key, because if you ask someone, and this is a, this is a, you know, a little tip that we got from uh, Jeff Ducharme, um, you know, where he was like, look, if you ask someone, sits there and they're like, hey, what do you, uh, what do you love doing? They're going to turn around and they're going to look at the list and, and they're going to be like, you know what? I love doing these things that you have. Listed I love down. doing everything you wrote down here. But if you ask them what they don't like, might now an now they, we might actually start getting an answer, right? Yeah. Because this this is big. Yeah. This is really big, because and if they ask like, why are you asking me that question? The deal is, is that you are trying to find 
Um, you're trying to find the best people for the jobs, and you're in, and that's what you're there for. Is I like the I'm not telling you you're not going to get the job, but I like to find the perfect fit for the job inside my company. Yeah. Maybe you're not a fit for this job, but maybe you're a fit for a different one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think one of my I just made me think about one of the other questions I love, and I heard this at the 30 to 30 mastermind last year. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how lucky do you think you've been in life? How lucky do you think you are? Mm, What's your answer? Yeah. How, how lucky do you think you've been? On a John, scale of one to ten. Six. Six. Why a six? Um, because I think it's a combination of hard work and the fact that um, sometimes you're just there at the right time in the right place. Right. Yeah. So so here's what's interesting about that question. If, if most people, if, if they rate themselves a six, a seven, or an eight, right? We know everybody's been through stuff. Everyone's had hard stuff, right? But but if it's a seven, eight, it kind of tells me you're probably an optimistic person. Probably kind of thinks you think life is kind of working for you, right? right. So so if you go, man, I, I, I it's been a three, but I'm I'm still I'm still going. Right? <laughs> like automatically, you know, this person is probably not. Which to be fair, sometimes like it's been a hard life yeah. for some people. But, but, but we both know like same people have gone through the same stuff. Some people were rated at a seven, right? Some people rated as a three, same stuff. So anyway, I love that question. All right. Next thing is <coughs> reference checks. checks. You got to check stuff, guys. I want you Nobody to Nobody does this. Nobody does this. Nobody does the reference checks. It kills me. I had a guy last week, he goes, man, I guess if I would have done this my last three hires, it probably would have been different. I'm like, yes, why didn't you do it? He goes, well, I was busy. Nobody wants to do reference checks. <sighs> Close the doors. Don't, don't, just don't run a business if you're not going to do reference checks. If you're not going to do reference, if, it, it, it's a huge deal. And, and, and you got to do reference checks. You got to do two levels, right? The first reference checks, the first two people they give you are mom and uncle, like people that love them. When the reference check form we have, and we can share this with you, the reference check form, one of the last questions is, who do you know that also knows this person that we could ask about them? You're going to go two levels deep. So you actually get some real answers and find out who this character actually is. Um, find out what, what their last job was, right? But I want you to find out why they are leaving the job that they're, that they're currently at. <clears throat> right. Why are you leaving? What's the real reason? Make sure that when you call that job or whatever else you're going to do, you find out what's really kind of right. going on because yeah. most people don't just leave a job for another job unless there's some type of pressure inside that job something's not working out right. something's not work like it's it's good right to uh, to kind of find out stuff because yeah. patterns repeat constantly yes apart from the obvious reasons and you you texted me this this morning apart from the obvious reasons of i got fired the job shut down whatever it is um most people leave businesses because of culture, mm -hmm. right? Either the company's culture sucked and they wanted out, right? Or they sucked and the company's culture was awesome, <laughs> right? Right. So, so there's all these it's different reasons. It's usually a combination of the two. Yeah. Sometimes it's, they both have great culture. It's just the culture didn't mix. So do the reference checks. The next thing is you're going to bring them back in. If all this is checking out, you're getting green light, green light, green light, green light. You're going to bring them back in for an in-person interview. And this in-person interview, the second in-person interview is where you talk about the job. What would make them, where are they going to be happy? If you know, what are their goals the next three years? Um, where's the job line out? Would they be okay with these standards? Like this is where you're going to actually go through what the job looks mm -hmm. like, go way deep into the questions. And, um, and, and watch their face on this one. Because this is where you're really going to tell a lot about someone right yeah. here. Because if their face starts, they were happy when they got into the room. And then the, you start showing them the work. It starts kind of going like, it starts looking like you just put like five bricks on their head. Yeah. And they start sinking. And their body starts sinking a little bit. This is 
a warning sign right. because you're overwhelming them. And if they're overwhelmed at the beginning, they're going to be overwhelmed at the end. What you want to see is someone who's excited and they're like, oh, have you guys, have you guys thought about this? Right. Like they're, it's like, it's like all the wheels are snapping because they're like, oh my God, this is, right. like, I can't wait to do this. Yeah. Like I have ideas. I can do this. Right. This is amazing. This is what you're looking for. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's where like behavioral styles is, is, is important. It's not the end all be all, but no. you, you and I can do Excel sheets all day long. We would hate ourselves, but we have the capacity that we could run yeah. spreadsheets all day long. I would die there, right? Like that would be horrendous for me. Right. So, so you're I not would looking literally for, start like, sinking into a puddle. It, sometimes I think we're looking for like, can this person do it? And which is, which they have to have the ability, but then also does it line up? Do they enjoy this on some level? Like Absolutely. is this line up with who they, do they love taking the spaghetti and straightening out or do they love making lots of spaghetti? Right. Like, like what, where do they line up in, in, in their behavior? And it's, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, they may not be a fit for that job. Right. So also I want you to keep in mind, of like, okay, if this person doesn't fit here, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Right. Where else could they fit inside of your organization? It might not right? even be my organization. Or I might someone refer else's, to someone else. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, oh, hey, this is a great, this is a great, uh, yeah. it's a great value yeah. for someone else. Or maybe it's a great value for another place in your team. Yeah. Maybe you're not even ready for it, but you're like, look, I like you. This is a good yeah. deal, but I don't think you're going to be a fit here right. at the moment. Exactly. I think you might be a fit at, uh, uh, you know, a little bit later yeah. on, on a different job. Yeah. Last thing a lot of people do, um, and I, I've kind of gone both ways on this, is uh, they do a kind of a group interview. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll let that person, and they usually don't go with them. So that say they've got a team of, of eight, 10 people, whatever it is, they'll let that potential hire go to lunch with the rest of the team. A lot of times they don't even go. They let that person go to lunch with the rest of the team, and then they get the, they allow the team to give them some feedback after lunch. And there's been several people that say, hey, because of that, there's some things that came out in, in that that caused them not to hire, and they were so grateful they did that. So some people, they take that person out and they go do a double dinner with their spouses, whatever it is. Um, I, I don't think it has to be part of your process, although I've seen a lot of people rave and, and say that's helped them a lot. So to do some sort of group kind of interview, meet, and, and get their feedback. And I think that would also have um, a big factor in that would be uh, your dynamic, your dynamics as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like do they, have, do they match the dynamics? Yeah. Well, but not only that, but also like how, like if you decide to do that or not, right. is, you, is that, uh, is that yeah. team? Yeah. So like, okay. Is, is that team the kind of people that, that, that could do that? So yeah. like, well, like, so let's say, you know, we hire writers, right? right. And, um, the writing room is known for like one of the, one of the most competitive, hostile environments right. yes. that you want to ever walk into because right. everyone's like, Screw you! You're like you're coming right. for my job. So the deal is, is that I want you to t kind of take that. that you got to take that with a grain of salt. Yes. Like the, a feedback from the writing room yeah. is probably not going to be epic. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Well, the, the last, the one thing that I, that isn't necessarily part of my process, but I would absolutely encourage you to do this. And this is as coaches, we we see the value of this so often. So as coaches, I think you need to allow your client needs to come to you before they make a hire. Our clients need to come to us before they make a hire and kind of outline that case and allow us to black hat it a little bit. Because mm -hmm. how often it, when I'm hiring someone, I tend to lean towards seeing all the good in them. And sometimes I can unconsciously ignore yeah. some of the red flags. So so if, if, if you need to take that that person, right? Take, take all the evidence together, go to your coach and go, here's who I'm getting ready to hire. Here's what I like. Here's what I'm concerned about. What questions should I be asking that I may have not thought to ask? Right. Um, that I, I absolutely believe that needs to be part of your process. And the last thing that I want you to do is I, I want you to set up goals. I want you to set up goals at the beginning. I want you to set up check-ins at a 30, 60, and 90. Because maybe, you know, you need to, people need to understand like, hey, there is a test period inside yeah. of this yeah. thing. And, you know, 
you you need that you need that for them yep and you need that as as just a, a really good structure yeah. so that you they know what to expect uh, kind of moving forward yep absolutely yep well and i think that's that's the key i don't care how good your process is you need you need to nail this process write out your process i don't care how good your process is um you don't really know someone until they've been in in the seat for for 30 45 days right so in your mind like you're saying like they're not really here here they're not in the family yet they're on the trial period right yeah. for that first 30 45 days um until their character is really revealed and then i can kind of make decisions we keep going or was that was that a nice trial hire the right people Fire the people that don't do their fire fast, guys. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we have a whole video about how we had a to fire, whole video on fire. Um, yeah, that you can go back and watch. Uh, but uh, but do think about that. Like, I want you to be able to hire the right people. Get rid of the people that don't belong there. Um, it's not because you're trying to be mean or anything else. But if they're not the right fit, they can really mess things up. Yes. And I want you to be able to uh, minimize uh, that impact as much as you possibly yeah. can. So okay? let me end with this, um, and then you'll end after I end, uh, lean into this process. This is something, nobody is just naturally good at hiring in the beginning. And yet, if you ever wanna have a successful, phenomenal business, you've gotta get good at this hiring process. Make a system document, yeah. lean into the pain, lean into the mess, lean into the chaos this is gonna create. The only way to get good at this is to start and, and, and get after it, lean in. All right, guys, um, type your questions below. Let us know what you think. Um, if you found this content valuable, make sure that you hit the subscribe button, hit that like button. Let us know that we're doing a good job. Uh, leave any comments below and we will make sure that they actually get answered. Um, until next guy, until next time, guys, be your own hero.